You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Guilt and shame is the third topic. This is the encounter of Peter with Jesus. Ang kakaiba lang sa pag-uusapan natin today is that Peter is already a follower of Christ. Si Peter po ay isang Kristiyano na. Unlike the two other examples in the past two weeks, maring hindi pa sila Kristiyano pero they were unbelievers but still, you know, ang Panginoon made a decision to have an encounter with them. Nakakatawa man pakinggan pero teka lang, Kristiyano na siya. How come he also has his own issues? He went through guilt and shame. Kilalanin po natin kung sino si Peter. Simon Peter, also known as Cephas, yun yung pangalan na ibinigay ng ating Panginoong Isus sa kanya, sa John 1.42. And he was one of the first followers of Jesus Christ. Isa sa mga unang tinawag ni Lord, you know, when they were doing their business at that time, nangingisda po sila, pero tinawag sila ni Lord. He was an outspoken and passionate disciple. Pinaganda lang yung description. Sa panahon po ngayon, anong tao po doon? Masyado siya maepal. <laughs> Dami mong sinasabi. Parang ganon, di ba? Pero yun siya. One of Jesus' closest friends, he's an apostle and a pillar of the church. Hindi ko alam kung because of age, kaya siya ganon. Ano ba siya? Old dog ba siya? Ang hirap niyang turuan. Pero he was a great leader. Peter was uh, enthusiastic. He's strong-willed. Yan, very impulsive and at times, rude or arrogant. Okay? Christian. Arrogante. <laughs> Sinong ganun dito? Wala po. Peter is sure that he is ready to serve in prison, even to die for Jesus. But Peter denied Jesus three times. He denied him three times. Which caused him the feeling of guilt and shame. Ano ang ibig sabihin ng guilt and shame? In the psychological perspective, both guilt and shame are emotions that are brought about by actions or behavior done consciously which do not conform to a certain standard or failing to meet a code of conduct or values. May it be on a community setting or a personal level. Now tayo po, no? we may, we may have or probably still experiencing guilt and shame. Kung ano po yun, specifically, hindi ko po alam. But probably, we are still experiencing that. Yung ibang mga rason, maaring mababaw lang. Yung iba, baka sobrang lalim. Pero ang naging epekto po ay guilt and shame. Whatever it may be, it causes us to be drawn farther away from someone. Alam niyo po, pagka yung may guilty ka of something... You know, yung shame naman ay iba po sa shy. Yung shy nahihiya. Parang ako, mahihain. Parang ganon, di ba po? Pero yung shame, yung parang may kahihiya, yung, alam yung nahihiya ako eh, kasi dapat di ko na sinabi yun. Dapat hindi ko na ginawa yun, di ba? It may draw us away from someone or a group of people. And yes, more so, di ba? It can draw us away from God sa Panginoon. The effects can be damaging, but again, si God is the one who always restores everything. 
And we'll see another example of how God restores through the life of Peter. Ang story ang pong ito ay makukuha natin sa John 21, verses 15 to 19. Pero ang babasahin lang po natin ay hanggang verse 17. So verse 15, ang sabi po dito, When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. Verse 16, He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Verse 17, He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And then Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And then Jesus said, feed my sheep. Lord, again, we are so grateful for your word today. Lord, enable us to understand and to be able to put everything into practice. Lord, may it be na this word, this teaching for today will not remain as another head knowledge for all of us. But Holy Spirit, we thank you that you will even expound things for us make things clearer for us because you are our teacher. We lift up to you everything today. We lift up to you our time. We lift up to you, Lord, our feelings, our hearts, what's going on in our minds. That everything else, Lord God, may give glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So dun po sa binasa natin, ano, maring ang isang tanong natin ay, why was Jesus asking Peter if he loves him three times? Ba't kailangan pantanungin siya ng tatlong beses? So kung tinanong sa atin yan, o kung nangyayari sa atin yan, ano ba yung magiging response natin? Ano yung sasabihin natin? Eh, ang kulit mo naman. Oo naman, alam ko naman, alam mo naman mahal kita eh. Kung tayo yon, di ba? Pero Peter was somehow in that state, yung feeling niya eh. Teka lang, may atraso ako dito eh. Pero sa pagka-arogante niya, hindi niya masabing, ano, paulit-ulit na lang ba ito? He gave a response to each question na binigay din ng ating Panginoong Jesus. For sure, Jesus exactly knew that Peter was sincere in saying, Yes, I love you. Sincere naman po si Peter. And ang bawat isa rin po sa atin, if we have experienced the same, na, you know, we are in that guilt and shame state, kung tatanungin tayo, sasagot din naman tayo ng sincere. Yes, Lord, mahal ko po kayo. Pero how does it really exactly feel? More for Jesus, you know, it was really for Peter. Yung itong bagay na ito, hindi naman yung para sa kanya. Eh, na para, oh, sige na nga, para malaman ko mahal nga talaga ako nito. Hindi, hindi yon. Alam ng Panginoon yon, At alam din ng Panginoon yon pagkayong sa sitwasyon natin. It was not for him, but it was for Peter. It is not for Jesus, but it is more for us. Kung tayo po ang tatanungin ng ganito. Now, balik po tayo para mas maintindihan natin yung storya. Paano ba ho nag-umpisa yung journey ni Peter with Jesus? Peter's first encounter with Jesus is found in John 1. Doon sa verse 41, yung he po dito ay yung kapatid ni Peter na si Andrew. You know, sabi, he first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus and then Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. And then ang sabi ni Lord sa kanya is that you shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. Okay? Cephas is an Aramaic word 
na ang ibig sabihin ay rock. Alam naman po natin, even the kids know, Peter is also known as rock. Hindi yung the rock, okay? As rock. God frequently changed people's names to indicate their special calling. So parang si Abram, sinabi ni Lord, you will now be Abraham. Parang si Jacob, binago ni ng Panginoon ang pangalan niya. So sabi niya, you are now Israel. Peter. Cephas, meaning rock. So Matthew 16, there was also a mention, you know, see si Jesus telling him, and I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Okay, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Of course, nung sinabi naman on this rock, hindi yung si rock ikaw, hindi ikaw yon. He's also referring to himself Pero ang sinasabi ng Panginoong Hesus dito is that he was entrusted church leadership. Sabi niya, gusto ko ikaw ang maging katulong ko dito. Tulungan mo ko na ma-establish natin ang community na ito. Tulungan mo ko. Iyan ang usap sa atin ng Panginoon. Tulungan mo naman ako. Ano natin? Establish natin itong SM Muntinlupa. Itong congregation natin dito. Tulungan mo ako. Dahan pang bakante, oh. Gisingin naman natin yung mga nagpupuyat dyan. Sabihin natin, umupo sila dyan. Umatend naman sila ng alas 9. Tulungan mo ako i-build itong church na ito. It was a declaration of Christ Himself. So for someone given the task of church leadership, ay isang responsibility na napakalaking weight niya na para sabihin sa'yo, you know, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. Hindi ko po alam kung ano exact seen doon, pero maaari bang face-to-face sila nag-uusap? Sila lang. Siya lang ang kausap niya. Ito ang executive team na tinatawag. Sinasabihan kita, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. And there's a lot of expectation being part of the church leadership. Anong titignan dyan? Siyempre, yung actions ng tao, yung words niya, okay, yung mga decisions niya. It will be as if that you are under careful watch. Parang people are looking at you. Teka, inappoint yan. Kilala ko tong taong to. Arrogante yan. Mayabang. Pero people will be looking at us. People will be looking at you. There is so much weight when you're given a task of church leadership. Now, talong po tayo dun sa John 13. And dito po sa time na ito, Jesus was preparing the disciples for something. Jesus was mentioning about a new commandment. Now, naisama ko lang din po ito para maka-establish lang po tayo ng thought. But in verse 31, sinabi dito, When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Verse 33, Little children, yet a little while I am with you, you will seek me and just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. Ano ba itong binibili ng Panginoon? Anong ibig niyang sabihin dito? May plano ba ito? Akala ko ba walang iwanan, di ba? Akala ko ba magbibuild tayo ng church? Pinagsasabi mo dyan. But He says a new commandment. A new commandment I give to you, the Lord says, that you love one another just as I loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. Sandali lang, teka lang, anong ibig sabihin nito? You love one another. Ito yung strongest foundation, especially in the church. We are to love one another. 
all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Love must be the distinguishing mark of Jesus' disciples. The reason why for some, di ba yung pag, uy, kakaiba tong taong ito ah. Ano pa nangyari sa'yo, di ba yung, dati hindi ka namang ganyan, suplado ka eh. Pero there's just so much love in your life at this time. How were you transformed that way? And sabi ni Lord, di ba, you're my disciples, you must love one another. So wala nang ibang reason dyan. You know, pwede natin kunin, tapos sabihin na, ay hindi, ay, hindi ko kaya mahalin to eh. We are to love one another. A true disciple of Jesus is willing to lay down one's life for another. Are we saying na dapat ba magpapako din tayo sa cross? Hindi, hindi naman ganun yun. What other sacrifices that we can do for a brother or a sister? As Christ has loved us, yun yung same way that, you know, we should love one another. Ganun lang po kasimple yun. So was Jesus already implying something in this? Meron na po. May sinasabi siya dito. I'll jump now to uh, verse 13. Okay, so sinabi na, no? Okay, meron akong gagawin. Hindi niyo pa maintindihan ngayon, pero ito yung commandment ko sa inyo, just love one another. So verse 36, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow, pero hindi pa daw ngayon, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Nag-umpisa na naman yata yung pagkaano niya, hindi nag-iisip. Pasiklab siya eh. Di ba yung mga taong pasiklab, yung kung ano-ano lang sabihin, hindi, hindi, akong bahala sa'yo. Hindi, hindi, hindi. Papakainin kita. Huwag kang mag-alala. Sige, akong bahala sa'yo. O pag may umapi sa'yo, nakuawayin ko din yan. Parang ganyan siya sabi niya eh. I will lay down my life for you. Maring totoo naman. Pero naintindihan mo ba talaga yung sinasabi mo? Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Talaga? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. He wanted to go with Jesus at that time, pero parang, ano ba talaga? Hindi, hindi, huwag mo kaming iwanan. Sandali lang. Kulang pa tong notes ko. Ano ba yung ibig mo sabihin sa church leadership? Anong gagawin ko dito? Sama na lang ako sa'yo. I will lay down my life for you. He releases a statement. Ano ba to? Confidence para kay Peter? Is it boldness? And again, is it because, you know, he was not just thinking and mayabang lang talaga siya? Now, can we see ourselves in Peter? Nakikita ba natin sarili natin sa kanya? Para lang may masabi, para sikat, para sabihin ng ibang tao, wow, sige, ikaw na lang. Sige, gawin mo yan kung ano yung sinasabi nyo. Yung verse 38, alam naman ni Jesus, eh, di ba, kung ano yung mangyayari. But he tells him, talaga, will you lay down your life for me? In my own words na lang to, ah. Yan sabi ko sa iyo, Bago pa tumilaok ang manok, you have already denied me three times. Pero after that, wala na eh. It was already silent. So we just don't know kung ano yung naging reaction ni Peter at that time. Maring sinabi niya, oh, sige na, okay na. Pero tatalumpo tayo sa chapter 18. And ang sabi dito sa verse 15, Simon Peter followed Jesus. And so did another disciple because Jesus was already at that time na-arrest na siya eh. Since the disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to the servant girl who kept watch at the door and brought Peter in. Yung kasama ni Peter po, mas kilala siya doon sa area na yun eh. Si Peter hindi pa makapasok sa courtyard. Siya pa yung 
nakiusap. Papasukin mo tong kasama ko. <laughs> And then verse 17, The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? Narecognize nung babae. He said, I am not. O akala ko ba kanina, I will lay down my life for you. This is denial number one. Sabi niya, I am not. Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold. And they were standing and warming themselves. Peter was also with them standing and warming himself. Verse 25, Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, You also are not one of his disciples, are you? And then he denied it and said, I am not. Which reminds us, previously, Ang sabi mo, you will lay down my life for me. This is denial number two. One of the high servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, you know, asked, did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and then at once the rooster crowed. Ano kaya yung nararamdaman ni Peter dito? Ano ba yung pakiramdam nung, teka lang, kanina, ang ganda-ganda ng usapan natin, ikaw mismo nagsabi, nasasama mo, sasama ka nga sa akin eh. Sometimes, hindi naman in our arrogance, pero siguro sa katagalan na rin natin maging kristyano, minsan ganyan na rin tayo mag-isip. Ang sinasabi natin, hindi bali na, nagsuservice naman ako every Sunday. Hindi bali na, yun nga sinabi kanina sa announcement, part na ako ng group. nag to one na ako last year. In fact, ongoing na nga kami. Pero we can be like him in so many ways. We can be like Peter who can deny Jesus so many times. Hindi lang po natin alam na talagang yun na pala po yun. So moving on with the story, nasa chapter 18 po tayo. Tatalo na po tayo ulit sa chapter 21. Here, nakita po ulit ni Peter. You know, he had already another encounter with Jesus pero this was after already the resurrection. So malami na po tayong tinalunan na kwento. Na-crucify na ang Panginoon. He was already nailed on the cross. He was already buried. And then he already rose again. But chapter 21, this encounter with Peter, in the same venue where he was first picked up. Verse 15, When they had finished breakfast, after fishing, nag-ihaw-ihaw ulit sila ng kanilang hinule, kumain after they had breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? We also have to take note, bakit kaya hindi Cephas ang tinawag sa kanya? Bakit hindi Peter, but he was being called as Simon, son of John? The same name in which Jesus called him, dun sa chapter 1, verse 42, Simon, son of John, from now on you will be called Cephas. Ano kaya po ang ibig sabihin nun? Panunumbat bo ba ng Panginoon ito? Hindi, hindi po. But he asked the question, Do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than your business? Do you love me more than your friends? Do you love me more than anything else? And then he tells him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Napag-usapan na po natin ito previously. There was another series wherein dito po tayo nag-focus dun sa love na ito. And just to remind lang everyone, when the Lord asked him, Do you love me? Ang tanong po nito, ang equivalent po nung first question ng love na po yon ay, Do you agapaw me? Will you really love me? You know, as if you have already laid down everything for me. Do you agapaw me? Sacrifice everything for the sake of the name of Christ. But Peter replied by saying, Lord, I phileo you. Ibang klaseng love po yung sinasabi niya. 
a lower kind of love. Agapao is the highest form of love. But phileo is just like saying that, yes, I love you, my friend, not as my Savior, not as my Christ. So the three times that the Lord has asked him, Mahal mo ko, tuloy mo yung sinasabi ko sa'yo dati. This is still, you know, something that you will continue on to do, even though, even though, na dininay mo ako tatlong beses. But it was not said there. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Take care of my lamb. Verse 17, he said to him the third time. Okay, this is the third time. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved. Parang na-hurt naman siya. Pero sa totoo lang, pwede mo sabihin, Peter, ang kapal naman na mukha mo. Ba't ka, ba't ka naman ma-hurt? Hindi <laughs> mo talaga lang ha? Nasa, ikaw pa nasasaktan? But he was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. What was the tone of Peter at that time? Hindi naman siguro pasigaw. Pero Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. But Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And how many times, again, na tayo tinanong din tayo ng Panginoon, do you really love me? How many times have the Lord asked us to take care of His lamb, feed His sheep, take care of His church? How many times have the Lord asked us to take care of our marriages? How many times have we acknowledged Him in the middle of our marriages? Because if not, then we have denied already Christ. In our family relationships, when we have put Christ aside because we say that we are better than Him, then we have denied Him another time. In our attitudes, when we have not loved, we're not forgiven, we have denied Jesus Christ. When we compromise, when we go against everything that the Bible teaches us, then we have denied Him. Come to think of it, we may have denied Jesus you know, more than how many times that Peter has denied Him. Akala natin si Peter, tatlong beses mong dininay ang Panginoon. Hindi po tayo maaring isang daang beses dinideny natin ang Panginoon. But Jesus in His love and His goodness, even without asking Peter's explanation, wala naman po nakalagay sa scripture eh. Peter, mag-explain ka muna sa akin. Di ba? Love mo ba ako? Explain mo yan. Hindi, hindi niya sinabing ganun. Sabi niya, you continue on to do what I've asked you to do. Do you really love me? Take care of my people. Teach them the word of God. You lead them well. Jesus is asking us the same at this time. Do you really love me? Take care of your family. Take care of your friends around you. You know, it's not only taking care of yourself, but you, know, you value the people around you. I have given you a new commandment. Love one another. Yun lang po ang hinihingi ng Panginoon sa atin. Verse 18, I'm about to end. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Verse 19, this he said, to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. Sabi niya, Peter, nung bata ka naman, nung hindi pa tayo magkakilala, eh ikaw naman, nagawa mo naman kung ano yung gusto mong gawin. Nagawa mo naman yung mga bagay-bagay na gusto mong gawin. Gusto mong sabihin, gusto mong mangyari. Pero ngayon, di ba, you gave your life to me, Jesus says. In the same way for all of us, nung noon po, we were doing things on our own. But we just realized na walang kapupuntahan po yung mga bagay-bagay pag tayo po lang ang gumawa ng mga desisyon na yon without asking God. Asking for something without even, you know, consulting from God. Malaki po ang cost talaga, you know, when we follow Christ. 
But I guess, itong cost na ito to follow Christ is not really a sacrifice. Hindi po ito isang pasakit para sa ating lahat, para sabihin natin, ang hirap naman. Ang hirap naman ng buhay kristyano, hindi po. It is a joy for all of us. At hindi po natin ma-explain at maintindihan kung bakit nangyayari ang isang bagay. But for sure, sabi ng Panginoon, di ba? He will also take care of us. In that last part where he speaking to Peter, sabi niya, after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Ito na yun, seryosohan na tayo. Follow me. Two words that the Lord has been telling us, even from before, follow me. Are we following Him? Ito yung first and last statements na sinabi ng Panginoon kay Pedro. Come follow me, I will make you fishers of men. He made a disaster for himself, pero si Jesus, He restored Peter in His calling. Lead the church. Be a leader. Be a Christian. Wala ka nang kailangan i-explain sa akin. The death that Christ had to go through was already more than enough payment for all of us. Sino ba ho ang unang dumaan ng guilt and shame? Even Christ Himself, He went through guilt and shame. The guilt that was His own, hindi po, guilt po natin yon. But the shame and the blame was His. He had to do everything undergo everything all those whips just for our sake follow me and then the Lord will restore everything follow me the Lord says and he has already forgiven us our sins follow me love one another simple statements mga simpleng bagay lang po na pinapagawa ng Panginoon wag po nating iisipin na ito ay pabigat at pahirap o pasakit Let us do this having that same vision na nga, Lord. No? Dami ko pang kamag-anak, hindi pa nakakakilala sa'yo. Lord, ang dami pang mga tao. Hindi na nila alam kung paano nila gagawin yung, you know, how to go through life. But yes, here you are. All you command us to do is just to follow you. Lord, I pray for every person who's here this morning, including their families, including their friends, including their community. Lord, those who may have at first confessed that yes, I will lay down everything at the foot of the cross. But somehow along the way, may pakiramdam po kami na hindi mukhang kaya ko palang gawin to eh. And then po, Lord, nalaglag. Somehow we felt that ang hirap nga pala talaga. What would be our next step, Lord? But it's clear. Alam namin that we don't even have to do anything. We don't have to provide for everything. Because everything has been provided for. Lord, you sacrificed yourself. You allowed yourself to be nailed on the cross. You allowed yourself to go through guilt and shame. That the guilt and shame in us may be taken away. Help us renew our minds, Lord God. That we may only come to you in times of trouble. In times wherein, Lord God, na yung, ayun na nga, we have deserted ourselves from you. Iniisip namin, you have left us, but the truth is, we have left you. But thank you for restoring everything. Thank you again for making us whole. Thank you for providing that victory. We thank you for that love. We declare you supreme and sovereign over all. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. 